Welcome to That's No Sports. I am Brandon. Yes, I'm still pretending like everything is normal in the world and caring way too much about football perna. But Tom Brady officially left the Patriots today despite the fact that the Patriots fans guaranteed he would be back. Oh, 100% resigned with the Patriots. Guaranteed he's coming back. Yeah, he's coming back. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. He's not leaving. Tom Brady's not going anywhere, man. He's been with us for, from start to finish here. He's not going to go anywhere. The only thing I don't like about that video is those Pats fans actually seem pretty nice and normal. I wanted like 10 back-to-back -back Dave Portnoy's to poo-poo on. It feels inappropriate to celebrate at times like this, so please excuse me for a second. feel better. His last pass as a Patriot was a big six in the playoffs, but to celebrate would be inappropriate. NFL free agency day two, the Panthers gave Cam Newton permission to seek a trade and Cam's response on Instagram made less sense than his wardrobes. Uh, he said he never asked for a trade in that dumbass font he always uses. Uh, Stefan Diggs was traded last night. Amari Cooper signed with the Cowboys. Teddy Bridgewater took Cam Newton's spot in Carolina. And a whole bunch more free agency shit happened. Today, we'll cover it. As, but the, that's good sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. With currently no NBA, NHL, or college basketball, you might think there's nothing to bet on. BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day and all online. Sports aren't totally done. There's still mixed martial arts and esports is on the rise. If you're into entertainment, you can still bet on American Idol, The Elections, The Spelling Bee, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your new ticket to online action. Welcome to the War Room, the That's Good Sports Breaking News War Room for QB Breaking News. Drew Brees looks like he's going to sign a two-year $50 million deal with the New Orleans Saints. Then we've got Bolt to Colt. Bolt to Colt. Breaking news, Rivers to the Colts, Bolt the Colt, Bolt the Colt. Just wait till I drop the rhymiest bad poetry by Philip Rivers you've ever seen. Look, Philip Rivers got a one-year $25 million deal to go to the Colts. Uh, it's going to be really strange seeing Rivers in a Colts uni. Uh, we don't have that lightning bolt on his helmet anymore to symbolize his mood on the field and the speed at which his semen travels off the field. Philip Rivers doesn't really get a weapons upgrade going to Indianapolis. He's got T.Y. Hilton on the outside, Marlon Mack to help him in the backfield, and a great offensive line in front of him, but I would expect that the Colts try to add some firepower now, either through draft or through free agency with wide receivers. And honestly, it's kind of bittersweet seeing Philip Rivers leave the AFC West, especially if Tom Brady actually comes to the AFC West and signs with the Chargers, who signed tackle Brian Bulaga. Brian Bulaga, Iowa. Brian Bulaga, Iowa. 
Brian Belaga. Which would indicate maybe they're adding some real protection for their quarterback. Pretty shitty they wouldn't do that for Phillip Rivers, but as soon as they think they might get Tom Brady, yeah, let's upgrade the offensive line. Because don't forget, they also added uh, the guy from Carolina. The guy whose name is this. Sam, no, this. Yeah, he's pretty good too. And those offensive linemen signings for the Chargers might not even matter because Tom Brady is now expected to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That shit is really going to most likely probably happen. happen. I can't even keep up with how fast this shit is going. But Tom Brady to the Buccaneers for $30 million per year. I'll have more about Brady signing there tomorrow. I just wanted to rejoice about him leaving the Patriots today, but... Him, Rivers, shit's moving. Shit is moving. Let me magically put my shirt back on. But Philip Rivers went from being public enemy number one in the AFC West of me and the Broncos when he was throwing touchdown passes to Antonio Gates and talking shit to Jay Cutler to over, over the course of time earning my respect. Mainly when the Broncos got Peyton Manning and started never losing to the Chargers again. Philip Rivers was always good for a late comeback. That was always just too little, too late. A lot like his pull-out birth control methods. But I like this move for the Colts. And, uh, yeah. On with the episode back where I sit in front of a desk and pretend like it's different than sitting here. Okay, a few weeks or like a month ago, the Carolina Panthers claimed that Cam Newton was their starting quarterback moving forward. But just like when the doctors told my mom I would probably grow up to be 5'10 or 5'11, that was a bold-faced lie. The Panthers went on to sign Teddy Bridgewater to a three-year $60 million deal today. And as annoying as Cam Newton is, he got done dirty. And I'm actually rooting for Cam to succeed somewhere else. That said, I also love Teddy Bridgewater in Carolina. Not only does he reunite with Joe Brady, who is not Tom Brady's unknown brother, but the Panthers offensive coordinator who was in NOLA with Teddy. But he gets to dump passes off to the only running back you'd say is an upgrade over dumping passes off to Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey. Okay, maybe throw Austin Eckler into that that convo as well, especially if Brady goes to LA. But Bridgewater and McCaffrey, Christian Teddy. What does a Christian Teddy look like? No, 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 give me the sinful Christian Teddy. Uh, yes, there it is, a Christian Teddy. The only negative here is Teddy Bridgewater didn't sign with the Bears. Teddy Bears. The only better fit for a quarterback's name with the team is if the Browns eventually draft a guy named Richard Shitstank. Tom Brady has announced on Instagram, or as I like to call it, the Walter Cronkite of social media apps, that he would be continuing his journey elsewhere. What does that mean? Is he going to another team, another country, or is he finally leaving the planet and returning to the demon hellscape from whence he was birthed like the heretic he is? One tiny white guy isolated at home suffering quite a bit right now is Julian Edelman. Speaking of, Justin Watson may be the key to getting Tom Brady to signing in Tampa Bay. He wouldn't turn his back on the organization like that after everything they've been through together, the championships, the rings, everything. Like, There's no way he'd rather be anywhere else. But he did. He turned his back right on the team. Robert Kraft stated that if Brady wanted to come back, they would have made it work for Tom. But Tom got bored or something. 
remember, Peyton Manning left Indianapolis because he had four neck surgeries and the team tanked without him. And Tom Brady left the Patriots for no fucking reason. Manning was injured. Nobody knew if he would even be able to throw, walk, see, or speak loudly enough to call audibles ever again. All Tom does is brag about how healthy he is and lie. Just remember when Tom Brady says, forever a Patriot, he's lying right to your faces, Pats fans. He loves to lie, which is why Eminem and Rihanna are now his only fans left. Plus, if he goes to Tampa Bay to play with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, God does not win. The devil wins again. The other question is, what will Bill Belichick do? without Brady. To beat it and get it off. Everyone keeps saying he loves Jared Stidham at QB. First of all, Bill Belichick is incapable of love. To beat it and get it off. Second, Stidham 4 sounds like a worse version of COVID-19. Vikings receiver Stephon Diggs was traded to the Buffalo Bills. And guess what? Josh Allen digs it. Stephon Diggs digs it. And Jim Kelly digs it. Which is crazy because none of them even own a fucking shovel. I can dig it, he can dig it, she can dig it, we can dig it, dig it, she can dig it, we can dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. This move gives Josh Allen, John Brown, Cole Beasley, Dawson Knox, Tyler Croft, Womb Raider, and Stephon Diggs. And I know what you want me to say. You want me to say it won't matter when Josh Allen is firing balls eight yards above Stephon Diggs' head. But I'm not going to do that to the Bills, who may be experiencing the best 24 hours of their life since the last AFC Championship game they won. Stephon Diggs is in. Tom Brady is out of the AFC East. Soak it up, Bills Mafia. Soak it up. We don't know what Josh Allen's ceiling is yet. He did improve last year. He's still not as good as the internet is at making memes about him, but he played better. Now the Bills gave up a first, fifth, sixth, and 2021 fourth rounder, leaving them just seven picks this year for Diggs, which is a lot to give up. But it is what we also call value, a concept more foreign to Bill O'Brien than social distancing is for Americans. But Bill was never able to learn about value because his chin dimple is actually a real black hole that sucks up all knowledge before it can reach Bill's brain. Thanks to Warren Sharp, if you look back to the last six big wide receiver trades with Brandon Cooks, Amari Cooper, Cooks again, Odell Beckham, and Stephon Diggs, Bill O'Brien is the only guy who didn't net a first round pick in the deal. Yes, you got David Johnson, who if healthy, could be a great piece for Deshaun Watson to work with. But holy hell, Bill, you literally do not know what you are doing as an NFL GM slash head coach. However, the buffoonery of paying Randall Cobb $27 million to try and replace DeAndre Hopkins' production is impossible to digest, just like eating actual corn on the cob. I'm sorry I'm still talking about this trade. I know it happened yesterday and I covered it, but Bill O'Brien's and DeAndre Hopkins didn't get along and the Texans didn't want to pay him a new contract in like three years or restructure his deal now, even though all teams are going to get more money from the new CBA. $12 million in 2020 for Hopkins is too much, but let's pay David Johnson $11 million? <laughs> One million less. One million difference. It's mind-numbing. And uh, O'Brien really shat on an amazing QB in Deshaun Watson. Did you see anything the Chiefs have done to help Patrick Mahomes uh, primarily keep good receivers, Bill? No? Oh, sorry. You, you are very busy, uh, you know, since you have two jobs. I could see how you could be terrible at at least one of them. Moving on, Amari Cooper signed a $100 million deal with the Dallas Cowboys, 60 million guaranteed. Basically, he's gonna get 20 million every year. 
Apparently, the Washington Redskin Potatoes offered him a lot more Skrilla. Skrilla, I say, than the Dallas Cowboys, but Cooper remembered Washington was Bill O'Brien before Bill O'Brien was even born. Dallas may lose all of their defensive players to free agency, but the trio of Dak, Zeke, and Amari stays together. Uh, tight end Blake Jarwin also signed a three-year, $24 million deal to stay with Dallas, which will help them keep pace with the opposing offenses relentlessly scoring on their defense. First, it was corner Byron Jones and then Robert Quinn, who signed a five-year, $70 million deal with the Bears. Replacing your best corner in Jones and the 12 sacks Quinn brought to the defense last year will not be easy. Quinn was the team's sack leader, followed by uh, Michael Bennett, who is also likely gone. Although I think Cowboys fans will miss Michael Bennett's liberal agenda less than they miss Jason Garrett's liberal clapping. The Miami Dolphins used their ample cap space and went on a massive spending spree, heavily investing in defensive players. Don't forget the Dolphins have five draft picks in the first two rounds, and without Tom Brady in the AFC East, they actually have a chance to get Ryan Fitzmagic into the postseason, while the QB they draft works on growing a beard big enough to become an NFL starter. They also weakened the Patriots by signing linebacker Kyle Van Noy to a four-year, $51 million deal. The Dolphins then signed cornerback Byron Jones, weakening the Cowboys and the Patriots in 24 hours. True football heroes. Byron Jones was the number one available corner heading into free agency, and now he will play next to Xavier Howard, who had a solid 2018 before a knee injury hindered his 2019 performance and landed him on IR. The Las Vegas Raiders nabbed the most sought-after linebacker in free agency, former Rams coverage specialist Corey Littleton. And the Raiders, in a desperate attempt to become the oldest team in the league again, signed Jason Witten. Mike Mayock, Jason Witten, and John Gruden all in one place. No way in hell I would have said that place was Las Vegas as members of the Raiders organization two to three years ago. Maybe the Monday Night Football broadcast booth or the 4 p.m. senior citizen discount table at Denny's. But this is a uh, weird, weird move. $4.75 million one-year deal for Jason Witten. As if there's any other option than one year for a hundred-year-old tight end. Now the Lions signed another Patriots linebacker, Jamie Collins. Mike Vrabel has had success with former Patriots players uh, outside Deion Lewis. And the Dolphins' Brian Flores might, but we know for sure, if we know anything about Matt Patricia, Jamie Collins will be back in New England midway through 2020 after Patricia cuts him for poor posture. Then the Lions will realize Matt Patricia was just a Patsy Bill Belichick used to continue screwing over the rest of the league in the offseason. Why, Bill? Why did you fear the Lions? That's my question. Uh, where do you think Bill O'Brien is going to wind up after he's done selling off the Texans for scrap metal back in New England? Deshaun Watson to the Patriots. Heard it here first. So many moves happen. It's time for rapid fire. Defensive lineman Javon Hargraves leaves the Steelers for the Eagles. Hell of a get for the Philly D. Uh, corner James Bradbury leaves Carolina to join the Giants for $45 million. The Ravens bolstered their defensive line with the excellent run-stopping Michael Brockers. Then Jimmy Graham continues to make money off the coattails of Drew Brees, signing a two-year $16 million deal with the Chicago Bears. Is Jimmy Graham the most underperforming tight end in NFL history? 
He had three amazing seasons in New Orleans and then underperformed with Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, let's watch him have a revival at age 33 with Mitch Trubisky or other pending QB. Jimmy Graham has now been added to the most prolific group of tight ends in the league. And you're about to learn that you have no idea what the word prolific means. The Bears now have nine tight ends. Jimmy Graham, Trey Burton, Adam Shaheen, Demetrius Harris, Ben Braunecker, Jesper Horstead, J.P. Holtz, Eric Saubert, and Dax Raymond, to name all of them. Nine tight ends. Matt Nagy finally has enough tight ends to make the world's best gay football porn to stream free on OnlyFans while we're all in quarantine. So it's nice to see coaches giving back to the community. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports Free Agency Fuck Fest 2020 Part 2. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. <laughs>